0: Hi, this is Bob Berman. And I'm the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Astounding Universe. And tonight we're going to do some old-fashioned stargazing. We don't do this very often. But these nights there's something very cool up there in the sky. And it's so easy to find. You don't need charts, you don't need sky knowledge, you don't need telescopes, nothing. But to find it, it's right next to Jupiter. Jupiter. Now, Jupiter is one of the two bright stars in the sky. So you just look around at any time, and the brightest thing is Venus. That's in the direction of the sunset, west. Look in the rest of the sky, east early on, moves to the south as the night goes on, and that's Jupiter, the second brightest star-like thing. So next clear night, look closely at Jupiter, and you'll see a little star right next to it. Above, below, It'll right? It'll be below left it. Below Jupiter. Yeah, slightly off to the side. And the reason I'm not being more specific is because you might not go out tonight. It might be tomorrow night or the night after. So this position will slightly change. But it's going to always be the closest little star to Jupiter. And the reason I'm saying little is because compared to Jupiter, this is about 50 times less bright. But it's there. And you don't need any equipment to see it. And so we're focusing on something I've never focused on before. The brightest star in the constellation, Libra, the scales. And why are we focusing on this star? Because this star, which is scientifically called Alpha Libri, has an ancient name of Zuben el-Genubi. Zuben el-Genubi.
1: Besides sounding like Obi-Wan Kenobi, what does it mean?
0: Right. Well, it sounds Arabic, and it is Arabic, because the Arabs watch the sky probably more than anyone else, and two-thirds of the stars in the sky have names that come from the Arabic, and Zuben al-Janubi is one of them. But here's where things get interesting, and the, the reason we're doing this, is that the star's name means the southern claw. Now, Libra is scales, and scales don't have claws, unless you're having a nightmare. So now the scale's chasing you around with claws trying to grab you. Short of that, it would be weird for scales to have claws. So what does the southern claw
1: mean? Well, I'm going to guess there was another constellation before there was Lever. There was a
0: different constellation. I'm really impressed. I really didn't think you would come up with that. And that's that 's the completely right completely wrong no it's right it 's oh. absolutely right because oh my God. if you 're looking any anytime after oh ten or eleven o'clock, look to the left of brilliant Jupiter and little Zubenel janubi underneath it, look to the left and you 'll see the very striking constellation of Scorpius, the scorpion, and it looks like a scorpion there 's claws in the front there 's the orange star Antares. One of the reddest stars in the sky and a beautiful tail that comes down and goes back up again. It's one of the few of the 88 constellations that really look like what it's supposed to. Looks like a scorpion. But here's the thing. In ancient times, the front of the scorpion that looks like it has little claws starting out, extended all the way to Zubin al-Janubi, where Jupiter is right now. And so that was... The Southern Claw.
1: I wasn't right, really, because I, what I had thought was that wasn't there a whole other set of constellations that other cultures had? That are constellations, the Western so-called constellations, aren't there others, or are we? Do we all sort of buy into the?
0: No, same no, ones? you're saying it right. You said Western. That's the right way of saying it, because the main culture that had a very different type of pattern up there were the Chinese. Mm -hmm. They broke the stars into much smaller groupings, and they called them lunar mansions. So along the path that we would call the zodiac, where the planets and the moon travel as they go around the sun and they seem to circle our sky, the Chinese saw them as little smaller groupings of houses that the moon would visit called lunar mansions. And they were totally different from what we see
1: be interesting to see what house they put Zubin el-Janubi... Zubin el-Janubi. It would be interesting to see what house they put that star in. Yeah. When
0: you're looking towards Jupiter with Zubin el-Janubi below it, look way to the left of Jupiter and way to the right, because there's cool things these nights. To the left of Jupiter is Scorpius, and that bright orange star, there's just one bright orange star there, and that's... Antares, the brightest star in Scorpius, to the right of Jupiter, blue star. The bluest star in the entire sky is the brightest star of Virgo, whose name is Spica. So stars come in every color except for green. There are no green stars. But here's beautiful blue, beautiful orange, both representing Virgo and Scorpius. And just below Jupiter, the brightest star of Libra, even though that's the one that isn't very bright. So it's easy, quick stargazing these nights, the next clear night. And Zubin has no ostensible color. No, Zubin is pretty just white. Quick
1: question, why no green?
0: Because to get green in a star, you'd have to have the red end of the spectrum suppressed and the blue end, and then the middle of the spectrum, the green would then dominate. But Mm. that can't happen, because a star that's cool in the temperature sense, the star isn't very hot. We see the red end primarily, and it looks orange. And a star that is very hot, like Spica, you see the blue end, and that's blue because that's so much brighter than the rest. But you can't just get the middle part hmm. and have both ends suppressed. It doesn't happen. Hmm. Or thinking of it another way, when all three ends are shining, we still don't see it as green because the human eye combines the red, the blue, and the green together, and then we see that as white. Huh. So, so white is our green, really, when it comes to stars.
1: Okay, so lots to look and think about when you're looking at the stars tonight, if you do, about both what you're seeing and what you're not seeing. So, Zubin El Janubi, next time you say hi to Zubin, think of Bob and me, and we'll catch you next time on... Astounding Universe.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.